partner, we got another episode going on, and um, this is going to be great because now it's in our field. It's talking about things that we have been doing for the last, together, for the last three years, but we have our partner here with us. So I'm D.O. Skinner. And I'm Elliot Anderson. We this got, will be a little bit different today. Well, we've got a, new, we got a special guest. Yes. We've got the, yes. probably the person in charge of us <laughs> as yes, we do things. Yes, absolutely. Paulie, um, you know, I, I, I got, you have to introduce yourself to our, our, our audience because... Um, You've been on before. I have. You do an excellent job. Thank you. Um, somebody in our office has to control some of the um, things. Chaos. That we, <laughs> the chaos that sure. we do. So um, we're looking forward to this <laughs> and discussing how we can um, get more people to apply for Chesapeake County Police Department. Sounds good. And um, what better person to do most of the training for us um, uh, than you? Okay. Well, thank you for having me. So today we decided for our listeners, it will just be the three of us who work as recruiters for the Chesapeake County Police Department. Mm -hmm. As you know, Daryl and I are doing the podcast all the time, and Paulie's that partner who does a lot more stuff that you just wouldn't imagine. So we thought we'd bring her on today. We'll talk about the future of recruiting, what we've been doing, what some of the best successes have been, and anything else that Paulie writes on a sheet of paper and holds up to us that you can't see and says... (laughs) Talk about this. So, yes. <laughs> I saw you saw my notepad. So, Paul, um, can you, yes. <laughs> can you introduce yourself? I know you've been on before. Yes. I was um, previously here with B. Thomas when we did the mm-hmm. social media episode. So, I am uh, Polly Malatesta. I have been with the department for a little over 10 years now. I just got my career development up to corporal. So, yay. Okay. Okay. I'm excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, my mm-hmm. role in recruitment is not only doing a lot of the stuff on the field like you all do, um, but I do a lot of like um, behind the scenes kind of things. So, a lot of administrative but, stuff, a right. lot of research, a lot of. Um, registration and communication, phone calls, emails, social media, basically anybody that has any kinds of questions about uh, law enforcement or the department, I'm one of the resources for them. So I am a master of all trades. So let's so, speak. Go ahead, Paul. Let's give credit when credit is due. <laughs> That's what I was about Before to say. Before we get too deep into this. <laughs> right. Paulie was very humble in saying that I do some of the administrative, administrative stuff. stuff in the recruiting <laughs> office. To our listeners, we want to be clear. She does all <laughs> of the administrative stuff in the office. Yes, yes. Registrations, keeping up on job social fairs, media, job fairs. Contacts with people. Um, well, Some I appreciate of the social media it. I enjoy it. For colleges and universities, so let's let's be clear on that. Yes. <laughs> well, thank yes. you. I, I enjoy what I do, so I, I um, you guys are very entertaining and, and great people to work with. Let's, so let's, you make it easy. Let's we, re- we love working with the people. Right. It's just the organization to get to that point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's remind our audience um, from the last time you spoke, Polly. Mm-hmm. Um, your background. Yeah. Um, so I am a military brat. So mm-hmm. my dad retired out of the U.S. Army in 2016. So obviously before that, prior to that, I, we grew up all over the place. Um, I moved to Chesterfield in 2004, went to Thomasdale High School, mm-hmm. uh, went to Radford University in 2008, graduated in 2012 with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and then started the academy about a month later. So okay. very little life experience. I had some jobs here and there, but um, most of my background is, you know, just moving around with my family. It was me, my dad, my mom, my little sister, that's the four of us, okay. traveling all over the place. Um a lot of resources and opportunities as far as just culture shock and living in different places and communicating with different people around the world. And mm-hmm. so all of that kind of helped prepare me to 
be a police officer today. So your 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 journey through law enforcement. Yeah. So um, journey through law enforcement. I have worked the road. I've been on patrol. Um, I'm bilingual, so I definitely got pulled in a bunch of different directions oh, yeah. to speak Spanish and help community members on car crashes, investigations, um, anything that you can think a police officer would respond to. I helped with translation for that. Um, I'm also a general instructor, so I teach at the academy. I help with practicals. Um, I do a bunch of kind of teaching as far as that goes. Um, I have also been a background detective for um, about a year, and then most recently, obviously in recruitment, and I'm also a member of the production team, which okay. I get to you know enjoy as well and kind of tag both interests as far as right. that goes to sell our messaging and, and help with the relationship with our community. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Yeah. But I, let's get into the, um, the part that we speak do well. Yes. I say we do well because we, we travel a lot. We go we all over the country uh, recruiting mm-hmm. for our police department. And some of the things that we hear from other departments of how many officers they are short, mm-hmm. uh, we do come in with a, a bit of confidence, yeah. uh, a little pride that we're not as short as most of the police departments in the areas or that come in contact with right. us. What are we doing good? Um, I think one of the things that really helps us out is you can tell the genuine, honest happiness that our officers have here. Um, No one lies and says that law enforcement is easy. It's definitely a challenging career. But one of the things that we have on our side is the relationship with our community Mm -hmm. and that a lot of our officers live in Chesterfield. So we have that relationship when we're going to calls, when we're going shopping, when we're taking our kids to school, when we're driving through the county, we have that investment, so to speak, right? Um, So that within itself sells itself. Mm -hmm. Um, When we're talking about the job and the opportunities and and just the diversity and the experience that our officers have, that's something that is natural. It's not something that we fabricate. We don't sell something that isn't existent with the department. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something that helps us out. We also do a bunch of different unique um, outreach, you know, tactics as far as, you know, we don't just rely on the career fairs. Obviously, that's huge for Mm -hmm. people when they're looking Mm -hmm. for jobs. What do you do? You Google a career fair. Or when you're in school, career services will tell you we have a career fair coming up. But we do different things as well where we kind of build on that relationship because that's something that's important to us. You can meet someone randomly at a career fair and forget who they are. But, you know, when you guys go out to things, people come back and say, oh, I spoke to Daryl Skinner. Mm -hmm. I spoke to Elliot Anderson. They Mm -hmm. remember you guys because of that outreach and that relationship and, you know, just the general investment that you're giving these applicants to actually remember us and think about us when they're making that decision for their right. careers. So I think that that's just a couple of things that right. we're doing but that kind of make us expand I hear out. your name more than I hear <laughs> Elliot Anderson and Daryl Skinner when we go out. I spoke to, uh, but that's a good thing. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. That thing that, that we, we talk to other departments throughout the, um, throughout the area mm-hmm. and throughout our country. And that's some of the things we try to pride ourselves right. in, in going and talking to students not only in that career services, I mean, career um, um, fair, mm-hmm. but also in the classrooms and in contact. Right. So, Ellie, you, right. I mean, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I have, uh, on and off over my entire career. Mm-hmm. But um, Paulie's a senior officer in the uh, unit, and I want to acknowledge that as well. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that leads to our success is how the three of us work together. Right. Um, we do see strife in other departments and in, in other organizations whose recruiters Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily get along. I think we each mm. know right. our, who, strength, our strengths and exactly, our weaknesses, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. and we and we work on those. I think one of the things um, that also makes our recruiting successful is the support of our administrators. Yes. Right. Um, I think our administrators recognize that we're recruiters. We recognize them as our supervision, 
and they turn us loose to go make it happen. Right. And coming from upstairs from investigations, I know when I when they asked me to, to assist in recruiting, uh, once I was getting to that line about to retire, <laughs> um, and I, in doing that, I always I was reminded that we upstairs in the investigation were pretty much free range. You know, you do, you got to go investigate. I trust you to go do your job. Right. And when I went to assist you all in recruiting, I pretty much saw the same thing. And, yes. that, and that's the respect that the administration have for what the officers are doing. And I like that. And that's, that's been consistent throughout my career in Chesterfield County. And I tell young people, once you prove yourself mm-hmm. that you are uh, able to be functional and doing the things you're supposed to do while you're working, they're going to take the, the, the rings off. You go right. and do what you're supposed to do and make right. it happen. And mm-hmm. I think I'm seeing that with you two guys. Now, Polly, you, you serve both as a recruiter and on the uh, so the media and marketing team. Yeah. Um, how do those two merge together? How What would you like for our applicants potentially Didn't we just know? have a meeting on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously um, having contact with community and, and, and the just fielding, you know, the questions that we get on the phone and the emails that I get or, you know, when I'm at a, ta- a table and someone comes up to me and says, does your department have X, Y, Z? You know, those those trends and those topics kind of come into play. So, so I, I kind of self-title myself as almost the liaison between the personnel side of things and recruitment side of things, mm-hmm. the training, the, you know, hiring process, personnel side of things, and then also kind of relate that to, you know, what does the community need to know about the police department? What kinds of questions do they need to have answered? So, mm-hmm. for example, I'm probably speaking ahead of turn, but I know um, in the future there's going to be a frequently asked questions video that I'm starring in, and I'm answering those questions because we get questions all the time. Well, they'll right. say, hey, I'm interested in law enforcement, but how do I get started? Mm-hmm. And so we answer those questions just to kind of get them there, give right. them those resources, introduce them to our YouTube channel. We're all over social media, you know, all those different topics that we've t- you know brought up on the podcast before. Um, um, all kind of help us bridge that gap so that we're right. all on the same page. And so also, I mean, the police department is intimidating. If you think mm-hmm. if you've never had contact with the police or you don't know how to approach a police officer or you don't know how to get a career started, it is intimidating. So mm-hmm. it's almost trying to kind of soften that approach a little bit and make us more a little bit more approachable, approachable. and friendly right. so that right. you can ask those difficult questions or those uncomfortable questions so that you can be well educated. So I, I'll go back if if you're looking at when you first started recruiting. Mm-hmm. And where we are now, that generation, Elliot, you've been doing it for a while. Paul, you've been doing it at least four or five years mm-hmm. or more. You're seeing that gap between where we are in, in, in communicating with our students, communicating with people, or even the, the lateral transfers now. Mm-hmm. Go back. Tell me how what we're doing better than we were doing back five or six years ago. Well, I know, for example, um, when I applied, like you get that like email, like, <laughs> oh, we'll be in contact with you in like eight weeks or whatever. And you're just like staring at your phone and staring at your email. And you're just like, oh my God, am I going to, am I even going to get gifted the opportunity? (laughs) Now I actually call you within 24 hours. Oh, wow. So I have access to all of the applications and I actually reach out to you as an applicant and introduce myself, Mm -hmm. give you my cell phone number so you can call me, you can text me, you can email me and we introduce you so that you can be well prepared and answer those questions. Because we also recognize that you might be applying to other areas too. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be a good resource for you so that you can make that educated decision on which department is best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You might find an agency or a jurisdiction or a location that's better suited, but we're going to tell you all the great things 
things about Chesterfield, the truthful, great things about Chesterfield. And we want you to be the one that ultimately has control over your career. Right. Um, so that's something that makes us a little bit different just on the forefront of things is that we're reaching out to you immediately mm-hmm. and introducing ourselves and saying, hey, we're excited you've applied, you know, Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Here's my phone number. Here's my text. You know, text me, call me, email me, whatever. Hold, hold that right yeah. there. I'll, I'll, I'll go to you, partner. When you're talking about the LGBTQ community, yeah. five years ago, was that brought up? No, it was not. So, so what well, do you well, what do you, what do you I, see? I guess somewhat. I mean, when I served as a liaison for almost the last seven years, okay. it was a part of my conversation. Okay. Um, and I have to give credit to our previous chief, Colonel Dupree, and current chief, Colonel Katz. Colonel Dupree started it, mm-hmm. the liaison position, and Colonel Katz has followed through with it. Okay. So it was a part of the conversation. It was not ingrained in the culture. Mm-hmm. Now it is in, ingrained in the culture. We've so, done recruiting events specifically in that community and been supported by that community to recruit community members. But, I, but I'm, I'm seeing you over when the academies and some of the pre-search that are coming in, because some of the younger people that are coming in, the PSA program that is in coming in now. Right. You are teaching those types of um, educational tools for people to be aware of. Yes. Correct? Virginia doesn't require a lot of cultural diversity um, to become a police officer. I mean, it's 14 weeks, basically, to become a police officer in, in Virginia. However, here it's like 32 to 34 oh, yeah. weeks, depending on when you start. Exactly. Um, which is significant because our department values education of officers to be trained properly mm-hmm. to be police officers. So... It is an added expense to our um, local government taxpayers, but in being good stewards of our public funds, we feel that we have to invest that amount of time to turn out quality police officers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and the, and the training doesn't just stop there. Right. Exactly. You know, right. it, it's you have month, you know, monthly online trainings that we get from the academy, and uh, you know, Commonwealth Attorney oh, updates yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and different things like that. So that even if you've been through the academy and it's been five, ten, fifteen years, you're still right. getting updated on the topics of conversation, right. the culture, the any kind of updates, specialized training, annual in-service training. So it's, the academy doesn't just stop there. So we definitely go above and beyond and, and really kind of invest in our officers and the training that we get, so that we're good, you know. Um, Helpers of the community, essentially. So, that, so that's, those are some of the things that we are doing well in recruiting. Yes. So if I'm looking at it now, and, I, and, I, and I, you were to go out and, and speak to kids, tell, walk me through what we tell people that want to be police officers in Chesapeake Hill. What, what's the process? Yeah, so I mean, we, um, my, my approach is I usually ask an applicant what it is that they're looking for. Okay. Um, you know, whether you might have someone that's really interested in going into investigations mm-hmm. or maybe canine has been in, instilled in them since birth or whatever it is. So <laughs> usually I ask them what they're looking for so that I can cater the conversation to them. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has different backgrounds and experiences and, and different wants and needs. And so... You know, some people might really care about tattoos, and so okay. they want to know, can yeah. I have this kind of tattoo, oh, yeah. or how can I wear my hair, or, or, you know, you're a female, how do you do your makeup, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. might be important to them, mm-hmm. but everybody's different, so I kind of try to cater that conversation to each applicant as they come. And then, you kind of, one of the things that I specifically like to talk about is that, um, the things that you see on TV, right? Um, you know, you see the lights and sirens, the people running everywhere. Everything is a crazy emergency that you see. It's, it's, a, it's advertised as a fast-paced 
job, which, yes, there are a lot of exciting things. People don't call the police when they're having a good day, (laughs) usually. So um, I try to talk to them and kind of bring home the fact that you have different choices as far as a career goes. Right. And I use myself as an example. When I went to school, I didn't realize that I'd be using social media professionally. (laughs) I didn't realize that Mm -hmm. I could take a hobby, something simple like... um, Photography and mm-hmm. use that on a flyer for our police service aid position or different things like that that you have interests in that I'm still a sworn police officer and I still took an oath and and am responsible for XYZ. Okay. You can choose what kind of a career path you want and it doesn't necessarily mean going to calls for service, taking people to jail and writing tickets. You know, there's a bunch of different hats that you can wear that isn't just law enforcement. So that's right. something that I like to share with applicants so that if they want it to be a role model, they can work in the schools if they want to help with kids and and be that, you know, that face of the department for a younger adult, you can do this, you can do that. And so it kind of, um, that's one of my things that I like to share when I'm on at an event is just discuss the different opportunities. And I'll talk about the different angles that I came from and my experiences. And so um, that's that's something that's that's unique. And and again, that's when we talk about our our differences, but we come together as one. Mm -hmm. What's yours? I don't talk as much about the department. Um, the young people have the opportunity to go on our website and see our videos and go to YouTube and, and listen to the podcast. I talk more about the quality of life. Right. Um, young people today see companies that have volunteer leave or they have in-home daycares or at-work daycares. I talk about that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. The reality is there are probably 100,000 police departments across the country. They could go to any one of them. But I want to talk to them why they should be here. And we talk about places of worship. We talk about how close we are to the beach or to the mountains Mm -hmm. or outdoor activities or if they're in the history. Um, We talk specifically about what are they looking for to be happy when they get home. Right. You're going to be happy here working. Mm -hmm. We're not a perfect department. Sure. Um, I don't know of any. Yep. Um, but we do a great job of looking out for us. You, like, you sound like my pastor in church. We're not a perfect <laughs> church. <laughs> right. We have a place where we would be trying to become right. perfect. So. But culturally, I think we have arrived. Sure. sure. Um, also, as a minority officer, we get a lot of questions about what's it like being a minority officer when mm-hmm. you don't see people who look like you. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that makes it a little bit harder. But um, I keep it 100 right. and right. offer them the opportunity to come and do a ride-along or mm-hmm. we can show you our equipment and, and, and show you around the county where you're going to work and live and why you want to live here mm-hmm. and work here. Yeah, and I, and I, I agree with both of you all. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I try to keep it uh, with the 100, if you right. want to say. Uh, I'm talking to, especially being um, going to most of the HBCUs right. throughout our uh, recruiting. And, and any time you come across a young person, a female a per- person of color, first, you try to, you, first, first generation, because we don't have a lot of legacy in mm-hmm. law enforcement. But I give them the school of bringing up your kids in Chesterfield County. Yeah, right. That that was one of the best things that happened for me mm-hmm. moving from where I moved from in Virginia Beach and coming to Chesterfield. Especially schools. Um, the schools are not overcrowded. Well, now they're mm-hmm. not overcrowded. But there's so many opportunities not only with Chesterfield Police Department, but for your spouses. Right. for your partners to be able to get around the city in Rico, Chesterfield, and some of the smaller areas in this. In and the, just in going the, back to what you were saying is that that's us being honest. Yes. And that's what sells yes. is here three different officers talking about three different things, things, but we're not fabricating right. anything. And so that is what makes us unique is that 
we want people to work here for the right reasons. And if we're creating this false world, even though we're being honest, it might not be what you want to hear. But, you know, if if you're interested in raising a family, Mm -hmm. here's why. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in having, you know, the work-life balance, here's why. You know, so all of these different things are what makes us unique as a department um, because we're being honest. And so the way that I look at it is, you know, I don't want this person backing me on a call if they're being given false information. You know, they're going to be going to your house, to Mm -hmm. their family's house, to my friend's house, to my partner's house, anything like that. So it's going to be... I believe it all irons itself out. It does. And, and, it and does. the people that yeah. choose to do this are doing it for the right reason. And I think the, this generation of applicants are different than when I oh, came no 25 question. years ago. Oh, no question. Um, they will ask very direct questions. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went through the process with my background detective said, that's what I did. If mm-hmm. he said be here at 6, I was here at 530 right. or quarter after 5. Mm-hmm. Now they don't mind asking, <laughs> hey, I am a member. I, I have This is my faith. Yep. Do you know if there's a place of worship, or this yep. is yep. this is my gender identity, or this is my sexuality, or this is the sport I play? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anybody in the department that I can speak to along those lines? Yep. Mm-hmm. And 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 I feel pretty fortunate we have a lot of officers here who are willing to take the time to talk to applicants. Right. You know, whether it's someone who wants to lateral from New York City, NYPD. Do you have any current? former NYPD yep. people mm-hmm. that I could talk to. Or JMU or the other schools right. that we uh, get officers to link up with and, uh, and talk to them about some of their experiences right. here. But again, I, I, I bring up the part about the administration have allowed us mm-hmm. to use our skills, skills properly. Yes, and I, and it I think, absolutely I think we are doing that a pretty good job of that. Oh, yeah. So when I get into the numbers of how many people short we are, we don't really get into those numbers. And yeah, we you know we come in here with our chest out that we only you know 15 short or 12 short or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we know we got consistent academies that people are applying for to get into. So those right. numbers are going to be flexible or going to different right. places, different areas. But well, we will say that but we we will have. say we do. We do. And I that, that is the last uh, week yeah, out of the yeah. We, t- but if, if we laughing, uh, it feels good to go to a job fair. And you walk through the door. Um, it could be Paul. It could be you, mm-hmm. Elliot. It could be you, me, or some of the other people. We'll talk briefly about yep. training other officers to be part-time recruiters. But when you come in that audience and you see Chesterfield, and everybody pretty much know, like, come on, man, y'all fully staffed. <laughs> right. why, why are y'all here? And I try to uh, convey to them that it's about a marketing thing mm-hmm. now. That we know we can come. We want you to see us. We want you to know that we're still in the in the in the in, the, in looking for good officers, yeah. good people to be part of our family, um, so that that's a good feeling. It that's is. a good feeling to go into those job fairs and things. But you don't want to rest either. Sure. You know, you there want you to go. continue to advance. Yeah. You know, you want to always strive for the best. Yes. And so you always have to be looking. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement is such a unique you know, profession that you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Everybody's different processes, situations differently. And so you always want to be constantly striving to be better than you were yesterday right. and looking for those people that are going to help advance the department for the next 5, 10, 15 years. Okay. So we obviously don't want to stop ourselves short. Sure. And we want to continue and to strive and keep... And not right. be able to get up. Right. Well, so, Daryl doesn't want to talk about the numbers, but I'm going to say <laughs> we are the destination department in Virginia. Yes. Out of the top 10 most populous areas, we rank number one and being closest to being fully staffed at about 97.7% as of last week. Right, right. Um, 
Our department is doing a great job of looking out for our officers financially. Yep. We have a wonderful wellness program. But on top of our department and our administration, it comes down to our board of supervisors, yep. our county administrator, but most importantly, the partnerships that Paulie spoke about earlier with the community. Right, absolutely. Um, whether absolutely. it's a faith-based community or any of the communities throughout Chesterfield County, we have been invited to car shows, mm-hmm. chili cook-offs, <laughs> um, every movie neighborhood nights, event, movie, yeah. movie <laughs> nights, bounce houses. But it ultimately comes down to the community support. Yeah. When we are good stewards of public trust, right. this is what happens. We don't have severe shortages like other jurisdictions across the country mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. We're not underpaid. Yep. We have a great Definitely career development. Underpaid. We have a great career development program. Mm-hmm. And when you factor in the, the goodness of the department and the quality of life here in Chesterfield County. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're not 500% over, but we will be. I agree. One day. Sometimes it's just because people don't yeah. know what they don't know. Oh, but right. when they know, oh, man, man they lighten us up I, coming I, to I the door. I have been hearing that. We don't know you don't know for how many years now. But, no, this, this is what we needed, though. We needed to have a moment and talked about some of the, the good things that we have been doing mm-hmm. in, in recruiting right. in, our, in our, um, uh, our area. And uh, and I appreciate it. I appreciate, Paul, you coming in and, and hanging out me. with us. If any any – Thing you can leave us with that's going on that we what we used to ask a colonel all the time. What what's what something that nobody Give us else something nobody else knows about. Oh dear. Um I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> but the Chesterfield County Police Department is hiring. Yes. Um, in case you didn't get that message. Um but also just on the the positive things. Um, we're very lucky here in Chesterfield we and are. we do know we that. Are. And so definitely our success is from the support um, our community has the support, and, and I think that that speaks volumes as to why we're currently where we're at. And so, you know, even even now that we're hiring lateral transfers, I mean, there's been a lot of success with yes. that program, yes. with our police service aid program that's now, been that's incredibly got, successful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, helping us kind of spread the message. So we're, we're even reaching younger adults mm-hmm. or, you know, younger, you know, age groups of people and our school resource officers are being the, you know, the point of contact and, and, and just kind of helping develop that relationship. So, um, I, like I said, I think that we're doing a lot of unique things. I think that we're doing a lot of, um, advanced things Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, you know, we're excited. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good feeling to know that we're doing, we're doing well. I'd like to do a part two one day and yes. talk about some of the uh, part-time officers yes. that, we, that you all are training now to uh, go with us mm-hmm. to some of the universities that they have attended yep. uh, or some in the area that we can't go to with three people sure. because we get calls <laughs> from so many different mm-hmm. areas. Uh, so let's look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, partner, you want to bring anything else? Yeah, I want to say thank you to public, uh, Paulie publicly uh, for being a, a number of things. First, <laughs> for being patient yes. with Daryl and I. Yes. Uh, Daryl yes. and I joke. We yes. work in the office together, so we joke. We're rambunctious. We get stuff done, but we are uh, we quite get, loud sometimes right. for we, other we people. Get, we do get called from Paulie. Um, so Paulie does have a yeah. separate office where she can focus <laughs> Away which, from I am, us. which I am thankful for. <laughs> um, but, you know, also all the hard work she does on the administrative aspect. No it is a no lot question. of moving pieces to recruitment. We are traveling, you know, not only throughout Virginia, but up and down the East Coast, making mm-hmm. contacts, building those relationships. And they start with positivity coming from an administrative angle of reaching out initially. And we are thankful well, thank um, you. to yeah. you for all your no help. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And thankful that she came in and fixed my calendar today. Yes. Yes. And then she doesn't get upset when I forget dates. I said it she's earlier, told me. I wear many hats. 
and I'm and I'm happy doing it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she doesn't mind doing it. Yes. All right, so, partner, you want to sign us out of here? Well, we appreciate our listeners listening today. And remember, you can find us on all of your social media applications, as well as if you're interested in applying for the Chesterfield Police Department as a police officer, a lateral officer, or a police service aide, simply go to joinccpd.org. That's joinccpd.org. And we look forward to you joining us next time. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.